Hey guys, welcome to the Let Me Call You Back podcast. This comedy podcast features Declan Brooks, my brother, and an aspiring stand-up comedian on our weekly phone calls. We talk daily happenings of life, ludicrous news, and comical interactions with others while out and about in the world. Please enjoy. Looks like we're planning something. Looks like we're planning white people shit. <laughs> to attack the Capitol? Look, so what do you think about those entrance ways and those doorways? <laughs> We're looking to have three to five seconds. We have to make it count. Put your mic on. I know. You should show up already ready. Bitch, I bent ready. You be out here flopping around with all these shorties acting like I don't know. Move. Yeah, right there is probably good. Do you hear me? Yeah, that seems good. I just hammered a turkey taco bowl. Good for you. You were meal prepping tacos? Meal prepping tacos, quesadillas, and burritos. I think I'm lagging a little bit, dude. You are. Give me a second. I'm on the La Quinta Inn's internet, and there are a bunch of dumb cocksuckers. The La Quinta? La Quinta Inn Suites. <laughs> I want you to know how shitty this place is. When I logged onto the Wi-Fi, like the guest Wi-Fi, it didn't prompt me to put in, like, a room number or a last name. It literally just fucking connected. <laughs> <laughs> it was only in Spanish. Just a public Wi-Fi source. All of my information is being sold in Guadalajara, Mexico right now. <laughs> I'm Slim Shady, the real, real Slim Shady, and all you Slim Shadies are just imitating, so won't the real Slim Shady please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. La Quinta Inn and Sweets. Put your shin up a little bit. Got some cheese on my shin. Looking where your beard line is. <laughs> What's wrong with my beard line, Raymond? <laughs> I don't know. I run into the same problem. Same beard line as yours. I just, like, I start cutting too far up, then eventually it's just a fucking... A cholo thing going around your chin. Chin strap. Yeah. Chin strap with a pencil in Dude, one thing. Am I recording yet? Yeah, we've been recording. Uh, the one thing that makes me laugh all the time. Uh, every time I go to the barber, the one barber I have is this little Mexican dude named Tito over in Parkside. Really cool dude. But for some reason, every time he cut, cuts my mustache, he cuts it down to a one and then pencils it out. <laughs> like, kind of like, not like an actual pencil mustache, but he always trims the top to make everything else look straighter. Yeah, dude. And I just feel like declinito every time I leave. <laughs> you just come out, you're wearing a poncho. <laughs> I'm like, hola, home, mi niños. Mi niños es loco. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's happening. They, they always want to fuck with the mustache. I don't know if they think it just looks bad, which hurts, but... I just, I feel like there's a reason why ever, I don't tell them to do anything with the mustache. I just go, yeah, trim up my beard and everything. And they're like, yeah, sure. And they look like they just look at me and assume like, you want a pencil thin mustache, right? Of course. It's fucking weird. How goes it, Raymond? We took our week for mental health. <laughs> Is that what it was? I think it was a mental health break or we both had mental breaks. <laughs> <laughs> or like mental breakdowns, but yeah. It's, uh, it's been two weeks since we last recorded. We needed a break last week. There's been a lot of shit going on, you know? Raymond's a hardworking boy, and uh, he spends all of his money on this podcast for us because it loves us. And uh, he had to get a couple jobs. So Raymond's been out there hooking. Raymond's been out there hooking at night, working his mouth. Just doing anything. Doing anything he can get his hands on. Yeah. When push comes to shove, he starts pushing and shoving. Yeah, you know, ass first. That's what Raymond says. <laughs> Stop. What'd you do today? Today I had work. 
And uh, to be honest with you, I hit a sweet nap, dog. Sweet nap. I rarely do it. I usually uh, go to work, come home, force myself to eat something, and then go out, stay up late doing comedy. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think you're forcing yourself. To eat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I knew you were gonna call me out on that. Just slip that in there. What are you talking about? Man, I gotta get this in me. Eleventh <laughs> time today. <laughs> Force yourself to eat. No, usually what happens is I don't really eat a lot of breakfast, and I'll eat a lunch late at work, and then I'll get back, and it's like that in between time between four thirty to six thirty, where there's like kill time or mics, or like I get back and I don't have that t- that window. I have like twenty minutes to get out, go to do some mics, or start driving for the mics. So, you know, you got to force yourself to eat something, even though you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you forced yourself to eat, and then you went to sleep? Is that what you said? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, uh, I came back, and I, I didn't even really eat lunch. I had like, a couple snacks today. I worked, went out in the heat. I went and yelled at an 18-year-old kid. Poor kid. I hope he doesn't listen to our podcast for some reason. I've never told him we have a podcast. But this kid, I, I when I started working with him in the beginning, he was very good recently he's fallen back and really started doing a shit job and i showed up at a job site saying i'm like hey buddy you keep fucking up i'm gonna show up and smack you in the back of the head you hear me <laughs> it's like pretty much what i said to him wouldn't you lose your job <laughs> probably but verbal threats are a very easy way to you know get the, the point across <laughs> i just kept on hearing he's like an 18 year old kid i kept on hearing he was sitting in his truck at work like people would show up at the job sites and he's not working he's in his truck and i was like listen i hear you're in your truck one more time man i'm gonna shake you <laughs> He was like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, you tell, like, he was like, oh my God, are you, are you threatening me right now? Yes, I am. Does that work? It does. Not, not, I've never had to threaten, like, I didn't really threaten him, but like. You should, yeah, you should probably stop saying that for legal reasons. <laughs> yeah. I'm usually the younger person in the room when it comes to work, and usually like trying to be forceful with an older man, they just laugh at you. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, okay, dude, whatever. I rarely have to like use like the big brother uh talk with somebody but i'll tell you what i pretty much walked up to this kid and i'm like i'm like you keep fucking around i'm my mom and dad send you off to college he's that brand new Nah, he's been here like probably two and a half months dude he was doing very good is he from delta now i'm in fucking new york uh, he's probably still a perkhead <laughs> well probably <laughs> i asked him like what do you do for fun man he's like, dude that's it i don't do literally anything for fun and i'm like trying to think of something to like oh my god sweet talk I was like trying to like, uh, find, I'm like, dude, what do you like to do? What are you good at that you enjoy being good at and fast at? He's like, I, <laughs> the answer he gave me was so stupid. He's like, I literally have no hobbies at all. I go home and I sit down and I do nothing. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> like, what do you want me to say to you? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that was the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> as soon as he said to me, I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm gonna go, when I walk away from you, I'm gonna cry in my car. <laughs> probably put right, on. Uh, I'll see you later. I'm gonna go cry my eyes out. <laughs> I'm gonna get sit in my car and put on the Book of Love. Is <laughs> <laughs> he a weird kid? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> He's a, he's a hard worker, man. He's really young. Just stupid. Just says stupid stuff. Just like does all this stupid shit. He'll call me. He's like, I don't know what to do here, man. I've tried like everything. And I'm like, you try this? And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, totally. I'll try that. Or my favorite thing is he's faked being allergic to bees. Because he's... <laughs> like, dude, like, that is a garbage trait, dude. 
100% a garbage tray. You said fake, fake being allergic to bees. Dude, yeah. that's the trashy suburban thing to say. <laughs> like, no, dude, I'm allergic. <laughs> working at a job site, and there's like bees coming out of this soffit, and uh, there's a girl working with us. There's another one of my coworkers, it's female on the job site, me and him, and she's actually allergic to bees. And I had to go get something, and I come back, and he's in his truck. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, uh, there were bees everywhere. They almost got brandy, so I sat in the truck, cooled down. Uh, make sure you bleep his names out, by the way. Um, brandy? I sat in the truck and cooled down. He's a barfly. Yeah. Brandy! <laughs> Brandy's crushing, crushing a couple heaters, dude. Hold on, Brandy does uh, gutters. Every, <laughs> every time she gets to her house, she's like, hey, I, I've seen a lot of things with a heater in her hand. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Hold on, so she's just a, a gutter machine, Brandy? Her one, her one thing. Pretty much. Her one thing. It's actually she just can. the name of my truck. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just my old Dodge. It's Brandy. <laughs> the one thing that she cannot counter is, <laughs> is the wrath of bees. <laughs> she's allergic to bees. And she's back there working. Like, she's actually, like, she's trying to work through it and everything. And I get there, and uh, I'm like, what are you doing? He's, he's like, uh, there's a bunch of bees coming out and everything. I was, like, kept on trying to sing me. I didn't know what to do, so I'm just cooling down because I'm pissed off. I'm like, okay. And I go out back, and she's like, dude, you know, I'm allergic to bees. And, like, they almost stung us, but then, like, he got scared, jumped off his ladder. I let them calm down, and I sprayed them with a hose, and I got back to work. And he's just been sitting in his truck. So then he comes back, and I'm like, are you, like, allergic to bees he's like no i don't think so i don't know he's like but i'm not sure i don't want to get stung i'm like get on the fucking ladder before i smack you <laughs> it's pretty much how the conversation went dude i was like brandy's actually allergic to bees you're not okay she's on the ladder and you're not so get on the ladder <laughs> weird huh? he's like okay he's like one of those kids you have to give directions to dude it's bad like does he whine when he talks yes yeah I had to yell at him today. I told him, he keeps asking people. He's like, am I getting fired? I'm like, dude, if you keep asking me if you're getting fired, I'm going to make sure they fire you. <laughs> so that's what I dealt with today. I dealt with the fucking children. Sweet boy, dude. Wet behind the ears. I've just decided to use physical threats with this child. <laughs> this guy's going to work him out of a job. We don't need to keep talking about it, but it's very funny how there's like a degree of separation between 10 years in the working class of these young kids dude they fucking suck bro he works by himself yeah don't you have to like be part of a crew yeah some of these guys are single crews you know what i mean these kids don't make any sense to me he's addicted to smoking vapes and he's never touched a cigarette in his life sweet it doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm like you want to try a cigarette and he's like no they're icky <laughs> like, i'm like what flavor are you smoking right now he's like dude white grape it's amazing <laughs> they don't even blow o's dude these kids don't even blow o's they're just here for the flavor so he doesn't like game or anything or like do stupid dude raymond i tried to motivate him <laughs> like i i really i was he dude it was the saddest thing i've ever he literally was just like i was you don't have like a hobby you don't do something at home you like and are like good at and you like are happy you're good at it like, no man i go home i sit on my couch i watch tv and i do nothing like it was like mom you don't understand how hard it is <laughs> I, I literally have 
no friends. I literally have nothing. Fucking, that's weird. Stop talking about him. We're done with that guy. So that's what happened. That I had some big boy work to do, and then I came back and I'm like, I need a nap. I was like, I'm gonna get up in like an hour and a half and make a bowl of turkey taco and get on the life life machine again. Start doing some comedy at some very squeaky places, but uh, I I fell asleep and took a nap. So that was the day. It's been a long couple of weeks, man. My sleep is all types of fucked up. I feel like I've just been getting hit, hit with hammers. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, buddy? You ever feel sure. like you've just been getting hit with hammers? Yes. It's like you wake up and like, who punched me right in my dick and ass? Keeping it moving. Dude. Actually, I'll leave it on this. The one thing he said to me, he's like, dude, I'm just so sore and tired. I'm like, you think I'm not sore and tired? I was like, I'm fat. I blew out my knee and I climb ladders, drive all the time. <laughs> and I'm very sore and tired. And I go to work and do my job. And then there's two other guys on the job site. He was going very slow. I said, do you see those two guys over there? He's like, yeah. I'm like, they are so much more sore and tired than you, and they're going to do three times. So stop fucking bitching. He's like, you're right. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's how bad it is. Sometimes you got to grab these kids by the hand and just yell at them. Is he stupid? He just sounds stupid. I want to hit him with that line. I'm like, you playing stupid or you just dumb, boy? <laughs> like, I want to hit him with that one. <laughs> but we haven't gotten there yet. And I just, I've had this, this past two weeks has been crazy because I went to North Virginia for work, which was nice. I did, it was really fun because I got to meet up with my, you remember our Virginia boys? Shout out to RJ. RJ listens to the pod. He loves the pod. No way. Yep. Shout out. The boys are back in town. Shout out to Ronald Jr. Is that his name? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> I don't know. You should know his name. I don't even know the guy. I don't know his, I don't know what RJ means. It could mean like really Jewish. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> but that's really funny to think his name's Ronald Jr. And now his dad's going to be called Big Ron in my head. Big Ron, how you doing, bud? <laughs> Big Ron and Ronald. Big Ron don't take no shit from nobody. He's just a good old Virginia boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I went down there and I had to work, obviously. So I'm there for work all week. But uh, I, it was about an hour for my Virginia boys to recap the Virginia boys. Was the way I met these guys, I, and RJ might remember this story this way, but this is how I remember this story going because I don't think he noticed, or maybe the beach was just carrying words. But we're sitting there and we're casting out. It's the first time we've ever been to Hatteras. We look like Yankees. We've never been to this place. Where my shitty knees on Xterra. Oh yeah. Three medium-sized fats. I was there. <laughs> Three medium-sized fats and a a short fat Chris Dorita. Shout out to Chris. Love you, buddy. Uh, we're all out there just be smoking doinks and, and f trying to fish. I think we like we're just doing bad at it, really bad at it. And we don't know how it works there. We don't know what the surf is like. We don't know how the lines drift. And we keep casting out and lines are sitting. And he was casting too with his family. And let's say maybe we may or may not have been too close to them. Yeah, we were there first. So we're ca no, he was there first. Uh, the boys are there early and they're sitting there. I don't know, dude. <laughs> who knows so we're fishing my lines are just kind of straight out diagonal not sitting well and he had gotten a small ball like a small pole and was just casting it and it kept on drifting and crossing lines what i remember hearing when we kept on crossing lines was someone saying man these boys better just go on back to bank fishing i said it loud enough so i was like did you hear that they said we should go back to bank fishing trying to really like start trouble didn't start a lick of trouble actually 
RJ casts his line, tangles with me one more time, and comes over and goes, oh, man, I'm sorry. There just ain't shit going on. My line just keeps drifting. I'm like, dude, we have no clue what the fuck we're doing. We're from PA. We just got down here. We're having some fun, but we really don't know what we're doing. So I appreciate you being friendly. Long story short, I go over, say hello to him. We're talking about rigs, what we're doing and everything, and we become friends. These guys have a special place in my heart. The Virginia boys are very cool people, very friendly, and anytime I have a chance to go hang out with them, I choose to make an effort to do so because they are just down-home good country guys with a a deep passion for outdoorsmanship. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just sound like some bumbly country fucks. They aren't, though. They are a little bit. <laughs> yeah. RG's hands are definitely sticky. I'm just going to start by saying that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's just some country shit. Oh, I got some sticky hands. I'll tell you what. You should call <laughs> so, <him> right now. <laughs> I, <laughs> we should. I don't know if he has a Zoom. <laughs> I could get him on the on the board. You're on Virginia Zoom. It's just Zoom through a cigarette pack. <laughs> we could. They could do that. I don't know if he'd answer right now. He has a young child and everything. So I hit him up. I'm like, yeah, what are you guys doing? He's like, we ain't doing shit this week. Yeah, you should hit us up. Come down and hang out. Before I went down to see them, I went out Tuesday night to an open mic in Frederick, Maryland. Monday night when I got into town, there was shit going on, so I, I think I swam Monday night. I went to my hotel, I checked in, I swam in the <laughs> hotel, like a lunatic, just went down there, put in some laps. That is fucking weird. You know what I mean? Fat guy laps. I don't know if I'm swimming by myself if I'm in a hotel. Uh, I do it more than I should. I did it yesterday. I didn't actually swim. I uh, My shoulders were killing me from driving. I needed to, you know, do some, long story short, water aerobics. Like, you know, do some low resistance arm circles and shit, stretches in the water and just let my body relax and everything. <laughs> I just see you, I just see you with one hand eating something. I was very much trying to sit in the corner and act like I wasn't a weirdo in the pool with these people's families. Like, it was very weird. <laughs> and it's just me in the corner of the pool doing like fucking. <laughs> like warrior pose underwater and like arm circles and like That's what I'm talking deep about breathing. You're just crushing a Chaco Taco with one arm, just doing a circle. <laughs> just uh, Chaco Tacos. R.I.P. to the Chacos Tacos. Wait, they don't have them anymore? Yeah, they just stopped making Chaco Tacos. What the fuck? Where were you? Hold on. Where were you when they stopped making Chaco Tacos How in America? <laughs> Look at the fuck up, Raymond. It's common knowledge. You think I didn't get a text update when they put that information out? <laughs> You're part of the newsletter. <laughs> they said, get down to the store, load up your freezer. There's going to be a rush. They predicted a rush on the, the Chaco Taco market, okay? Damn, July 27, 2002, a year ago. 2022, you mean? 2022. Oh, what date? July 27th. Man, we're about nine days coming up on the saddest day ever. <laughs> Where we were celebrate? you? <laughs> we should do that next week. That should definitely be our thing. Taco Taco. Where taco were episode? you when the towers fell down and they took away the Taco Tacos? This is how it starts. About a year ago, when some change, a great decision was made by a company. We thoroughly enjoyed the Klondike bar. Heads that have no one's better interest in mind <laughs> than themselves made decisions that affect a market directly based off of a chocolate syrup taco infusion that really rocked my world for the past 20 years. And to say that I don't have some type of uh, pace to my heart skipped due to the fact that my whole world has been changed in rhythm is a mere, mere understatement of the fact that these cocksuckers took the chocolate taco. <laughs> Dude, I want one really bad. 
That was a hard rant. I used my vocabulary there. <laughs> Check it back. I, you were grasping. <laughs> <laughs> it's really reaching. My arm got used my fucking go go gadget extended arm for that one. <laughs> you gotta start reading some books, dude. You get some fucking vocab. Brother, I know how to read. Fuck you. <laughs> dude, you, you're so trashy. You think, you think when somebody recommends a book that you don't know how to read. Dude, I have vocabulary, too. My vocabulary is better than you. Fuck you. I don't think so. Go ahead. Say the, say the, big, say the biggest word you know right now. Chuperous? <laughs> that, that took a lot of hubris, you cocksucker. Transcendental? <laughs> Bipartisan, bipartisanship. Okay, that's probably <laughs> one of the, the biggest word I can think of off the rip right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? That's the biggest word I can think of. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. That, that was the that's the biggest one you got. <laughs> I can't think. I can't think of any words right now. I was on the spot. <laughs> on the monopia, fuck you, pussy. Hold on. Hold on. Say the word again. <laughs> Bipartisanship. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Bicentennialism. Voyeurism <laughs> and cultural appropriation. That's two words. Yeah, fuck you. I know words. But yeah, dude, you should read a book. <laughs> Learn to fucking read, asshole. <laughs> Man, I can read. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck them books gonna teach me other than sadness and words. Not American. <laughs> Wednesday, I hung out with my Virginia best friends, RJ and Mike Howard. Do you remember Mike Howard? Do you remember the, I would send you his voice clips? Yeah. He's a, a sweet, a sweet man. He's a very, very sweet guy. He's a very country, very, very old fashioned and very friendly. And he sounds like he ain't got more than three teeth in his head when you talk. 100%. And my favorite part is when I talk to RJ, I'm like, how's Mike doing? He's like, man, he ain't got too many teeth up in the front still, but he's doing all right. <laughs> That's exactly what he said to me. <laughs> so when he, when he talks to you on the phone, he's one of those people that instead of typing, sends voice messages. That's a good sign. He's a sweet guy. But like the messages he sends just are like, Am I down there doing this for a little bit? And you think it, it worked out, but I, I don't know what you're thinking, but we all don't do that. You know what I'm saying? And like, dude, the first time I ever heard in a voice text, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> the guy was like talking to him about fishing down the OBX. I'm like, yeah, what are you going to bring down? He's like, yeah, I'm probably going down to Walmart, get me a new combo with the wife there and get some of that shit, but I don't really know yet. And like, I first time I get this voice in a voice text, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> There's, you're thinking like, there's no way this is real, dude. It sounds like I was talking to Boomhauer. Does it? Does he look like what he sounds too? Uh, he's got a long red ponytail and an extremely long like. He looks like the Duck Commander. <laughs> okay. So you know what I mean? He yeah. looks like he's one of them boys from Duck Dynasty, but with red hair. Really nice guy. So is RJ. They're all great people. So like, I love hanging out with them. Um, and by the way, when I say this, I don't want to make Red sound like an idiot because he's not. He's a fucking very intelligent guy. He just sounds like a country bumpkin. Yeah, right. Like, okay. Raymond, uh, you know, the things this guy can do is fucking incredible. First <laughs> off, my man's attached a blow dart gun to a fishing rod. All right. I don't know if you have to be smart to be able to do that, but it was pretty fucking cool. 
he blows my mind. He's he's the guy I told you that he seems like he's a country bumpkin without much like information to give, and for some reason he's a boxing savant. Like knows everything like about box. Like for instance, me and Timmy are down there on our fishing trip, and we're watching the the night I caught my redfish. I'm super excited. It's it's a great experience, and now we're celebrating, and it's the night of the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder fight. Unbeknownst to us before this, Mike is a boxing like specialist when it comes to information about boxing, everything involved, the undercard, all that shit. So like me and Timmy sit down, we're like, all right, we're going to celebrate. Let's take some mushrooms. So we take some mushrooms and we proceed to have a five hour experience of Mike being like, yeah, man, Luis Chavez, he's a pretty good middleweight and he's been boxing for about three years. His daddy trains down in Tijuana. And like, dude, me and Timmy, every hour and a half are going outside like, what the fuck is going on, dude? And <laughs> so <laughs> he keeps dropping hints that he's very invested in the... De- <laughs> he's, he's very invested in Dante Wilder and, and Fury fight. Like, he has a lot of information about it. He's like, you know, Deontay Wilder's just a big old pussy. Him and his daddy, they, they don't stand for nothing. He uh, back in, in uh, like three years ago when he fought so and so, he walked away like a chump and blamed it on that. So he has this whole like uh, like every uh, every fight we're sitting there. He's like, yeah, I got about ten rounds to nine. He's about winning his ass on him. He's he's about red ass in his ass getting. Him. <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? The guy that fucking does that, like. So, but, so it gets to the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fight, and uh, Fury knocks down Wilder the first time. And Red gets it goes from him being like intelligent about it. He stands up in the middle of the room and goes, "I told you that was gonna happen, to you, you son of a bitch. It's when you come in here with all that pride, you and your daddy. That's what you get, you son of a bitch." <laughs> Me and Timmy are sitting here dying, and this is like one o'clock in the morning, and. Me and Timmy are tripping balls. Timmy's getting drunk at this point. And Red's is like, man, fellas, I'm sorry about that. I get a little wound up when it comes to boxing. <laughs> Me and Timmy are like, get it, Rob, dude. <laughs> he had, like, takes on boxers from the 60s and 50s. He's like, he's got to do Rocky Marciano. People think he was cha- the people's champ. He really was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's got, like, great great takes on things he's like oh yeah margarita that son of a bitch put plaster in his gloves like a sound bitch like, you know what i mean like yeah he's got like and everything has a twang to it so it was very funny it was very good awesome hangout did he say anything about oscar de la hoya i wish he did he's like, oscar de la hey son of a bitch golden boy my ass more like marigold orange you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> bring that bullshit in here and these boys will get you hop up on you like a copper snake so <laughs> just, just a rant about that. We go down and hang out and it's fishing now. So me and RJ on a 12 foot boat, uh, Mike and his wife on a 12 foot boat. We're going out bass fishing and cat fishing. And then after it got dark, we went frog gigging. If you are not familiar with what frog gigging is, that's when you shoot or spear frogs in an effort to collect the meat for a tasty harvest, just like you would fishing or hunting or anything. Normally. You would take like a spear and you get right over top of these frogs and hit them with a spear. Because frogs are a simple, frogs are a simple animal. They, uh, you'd think they get skitsy, but I was like getting like an inch and a half away from these things. Pretty much like getting in their ears, like I'm very mysterious with a spear. You hear me, Mr. Frog? <laughs> like that's pretty much what, that's pretty much what was happening. She doing little froggy. 
<laughs> get a break behind the fry. I'm like, hey, <laughs> in his ear. <laughs> okay, what you doing, little critter? You just hanging out here doing frog stuff, eating no flies. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so Mike is an evil genius and connected. Yeah, he took a blowgun and strapped a fishing rod to it. He's like, yeah, man, I made a couple of these. I got videos on on the YouTubes with it. You can check them out, show you how to make them. Dude, it, it was so cool, Raven. So now we're, like, sneaking around a lake. You're just waiting for, like, the deepest, darkest, creakiest-sounding bullfrog noise. Like, Is there a license? Oh, yeah, there's some sort of fishing license, I think. There's a fishing license for the state, and I think that's the minimum you need to take for, uh, frogs. We're sneaking up on these frogs. I'm just shooting them right in their fucking face with a blow dark gun. It was awesome, Raymond. Probably one of the coolest experiences I've had in a long time. Because you shoot this frog, and the frogs are squirrely, okay? They don't really sit still after you hit them right in the fucking face with a dart. <laughs> Nor do they die. Once you shoot this frog, he immediately goes, all right, I have to dive into a hole for protection. And Mike, he's got like 20 or 30 pound tests on there, so these frogs can't get off. And pretty much they dive into like a hole or like behind a log and you have to like slowly work them out or like get up in the bush and get them out. Dude, amphibians are weird. Like they take forever to die, dude. Uh, you ice them down so they're not like, so they're not froggy, honestly. <laughs> they don't get all froggy. <laughs> and when you're done catching them and when you have to fillet them, take a knife and you pretty much cut a line like you're cutting a belt line. Like say if the frog had pants, pants on, you're just giving them a belt line. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you peel the skin off with the pliers and cut the legs off. And that's how you harvest a frog. And when that's done, there's a top half of a frog. That's, you know, you'd think after all of this murder, the frog would be dead. You know what I mean? You just chopped his legs off. His guts are hanging out. And you shot him in the head. Nope. Once they warm up, dude, they are still alive for like another like 20 hours dude it's the thing of nightmares so like dude they get back in the water and try to swim around it was probably the creepiest thing i have nightmares now man frogs tasty as hell dude you cooked them yes i fried them like chicken wings frog tasty as hell dude says muskrat <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> that was a good night man it really was uh, i was out really late but i had a lot of fun with the virginia boys look forward to going back there and doing it again we should get you should come down with me and hang out with them man they're a good family good people i'm in totally huge frogs <laughs> me and rj dude it was late and we're just trying to keep ourselves awake so like we're just saying silly shit all night and the way mike was moving around with the blowgun at first it seemed like he was a a blowgun expert and uh it made me think of El like elmer fudd hunting rabbits yeah. So I had developed a voice for Mike at one point while we were, were fishing. I was like, the the bullfrog is a mysterious creature. <laughs> Not that people think they love flies and worms, but actually the bullfrog's favorite food is actually a plate of spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> I said, if you look at the catchable frog, the main rig to catch a bullfrog is a dinner plate tied to a twig. <laughs> With a very good spaghetti and meatball with a bolognese. <laughs> For hours, me and RJ are making this voice go. Actually, little known fact, both of them favorite snack is spaghetti and meatball. 
Fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> that was Wednesday night. Thursday night, you know, your boy's working. He's got some funny in him. He's out here writing jokes and trying to do comedy. So he goes to work. He's up early in the morning, working hard and shit. And then he goes and do jokes and talks about his little dick. Working on the night moves. <laughs> Talking about how you're fat and you're loser. Working on, on the night moves. <laughs> That's me. I definitely signed myself up for like the worst showcase in Baltimore Thursday nights, but you know. I mean, it was just us in a room of heroin addicts. That's what it felt like. <laughs> that also happened to be a Korean barbecue spot. <laughs> At least nine heroin addicts. That was a weird place. I'd say. Yeah, well, what it was is a guy posted on a comedy page, the DMV, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia comedy page. And he was like, hey, if anybody wants some time tonight, hit me up. So I'm thinking like, hey, maybe this guy has a gift spot and he'll want to watch a video and let me do five minutes. Dude, and... that host was a fucking nut. He seemed like he had a lobotomy at one point in his life. He might have, dude. He was t- First of all, he's the host of the show. He was twitching and he was stuttering the entire time. <laughs> Hey, what if he listens to this episode this week? He's like, man, that's probably better than the shrieks and the shakes I had last time. He'd make a good joke and he'd be like, ah, all right, yeah, that's funny. I just could imagine him falling asleep mid-show and just waking up screaming. (laughs) Sorry, sometimes I shriek when I fall asleep. (laughs) That was insane. You should have demanded a, a basket of chicken tenders as your payment. Yeah, I know, right? I should have been like, dude, uh, where are the tendies and fries? What's fucking going on, dude? <laughs> so I didn't make any money for that. I just went to do a a 10 to 12 minute set. And uh, when I got there, he explained to me what was going on. It seemed pretty much like, yeah, anybody that was on these Facebook pages that saw me post hit me up and asked me for time. Like, he, I don't think he actually, I think he set up a show and then didn't book anybody. I'm telling you, if dude, I had to take a guess. It was absurd. I think that's what happened. The one joke I'll say that was actually the only thing that made sense the guy said. He's like, all right, well, if you guys were looking to get some fun or to, or if you're looking for drugs, there's a club next door. They probably got some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nice, topical humor. I like it. <laughs> that was an interesting one, man. I felt like I did good. I had a good night. I still did 12 minutes. You did really good. Everybody else is horrible, though. I mean, like, not even a single <laughs> laugh was heard during anybody's set. <laughs> that was terrifying. <laughs> like those people were weird. There was a guy that looked like a knockoff Andrew uh Andrew Schultz. Did you see the, the guy that looked like Andrew Schultz with a fucking man bun in the back? I don't think so, no. The guy that was sitting there with the, the man bun and like the the Japanese button up shirt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't even a comedian. I think he was just looking for people to kill. Yeah, that was like fifteen of the weirdest people I've ever seen in my entire life in one room. My favorite part about that was is I did good. Uh, like three or four people the guy told me he's like yeah they're gonna do like 10 or 12 minutes they did like five minutes each at the most and then i got done and he was like yeah dude you can come back and do that whenever you want i'm like yeah totally man sure i probably will you know i'm all about getting time but i probably want to be paid to come back to that fuck that fuck fest to be honest with you yeah i don't think he's trying to pay people that guy sucks yeah i know the headliner was this chick that uh, my favorite part was he kept on saying he's like uh yeah, it's weird. Everybody's from PA. I don't know why there's nobody from here. They keep on saying that. You notice that? Like yeah. this guy, this guy is from PA too, actually. Uh I think there was like one Baltimore comedian there besides him. Then there's the headliner and then the guy that was a dope head. 
that went up there and laughed at his own joke. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, man, ha! Yeah. <laughs> you just keep going. <laughs> the girl who was headlining was... She was supposed to be doing 15 minutes, right? She was the worst. I think she may have been the worst thing I've ever seen. I made her friends laugh. Her friends were there to support her, and they weren't even laughing. <laughs> I think I actually got more laughs from her table than she got, dude. <laughs> At least Man. take a laugh. Jesus Christ. Dude, that was, that was definitely uh Dude, sometimes people just treat it like it's like a public air therapy session. Oh, my God. How about when she said... uh she's up there she's in a dress she's making crude jokes and her third joke is she's like so i'm divorced and me and raymond immediately look at each other and i text him and i go i knew she was divorced before she started talking (laughs) i I thought the same fucking thing we were both dying (laughs) i probably should have headlined that place so that like people should have like enjoyed the end of that show i went then two people that i don't even know what to call that went and then a dopehead went, and then the guy was like, "All right, that's it. That was uh that was the, sh- the show." Air quotes. <laughs> Did you say that that was the worst show you've ever been to? No, because I went to a really bad open mic in Ann Arbor. That was just like a, it was an LGBTQ mic with like four people there, and like pretty much like four, three out of the four people were like, "So I have a grinder account, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. You go up, you're like, so I don't have a grinder account. I got kicked off of Grinder for hate speech. So I just uh, downloaded a grinder in the last 15 minutes of being here. Trying to suck my dick, which is weird. Oh, man. Uh, so I downloaded Grinder off of all of your recommendations here, and I haven't seen a single sandwich. <laughs> Get it, grinder hoagie. Yeah, sandwiches. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, that was a fun one for sure. But you also stayed in Baltimore that night. Yeah, I stayed in Baltimore that night. On your travels. On my travels, we went to. We go to two shitty bars in a row. No, just one. Oh yeah, man! I was fucking pushed to the limit there. I had stayed up the entire night before that fishing got an hour nap went to work got an hour nap after that went to comedy raymond said oh we're gonna get something to eat and go to a bar the kitchen closes four minutes after we close pretty much the guy was whipping us in the face like go fuck yourselves um then we ordered pizza and had a fat boy session at raymond's apartment sat down uh, we, we i made the comment Raymond made the comment that my dad makes all the time when he eats carbs. He's like, I haven't eaten carbs in years. <laughs> Raymond actually hasn't eaten carbs in years. <laughs> no, dude, I eat carbs. We got mozzarella fries. We got sausage pizza. We tried to trick John into eating pork. You know. Did you enjoy John's company? <laughs> I love John. Just says weird shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's good people. He's probably got a hog on too probably good to keep around why does that matter i don't know dude. i have no clue we gotta have numbers <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about I, we're talking about i had to explain to him the definition of, of english words with you were you there yeah what the hell was it you I were do explaining it all the time depreciation he asked me what depreciation meant 
the fuck was that about? <laughs> Even though. <laughs> he said something about depreciation, and he went, oh, yeah, totally, man. We're like, do you know what depreciation means? He's like, no. <laughs> and you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> got it, though. He got it. I hit him quick with it. He's a funny kid, dude. How about when we were wa- watching the knockoff Kiondiati? Yeah. <laughs> Kiondiati. Ian Raymond and John all love to watch Azerbaijani women cook very simple meals. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it seemed to be that uh, somebody pimped out a video, a YouTube page to copy their shit. Yeah, they're, the Azerbaijanis are trying to steal the thunder of the country life vlog. I know. They're trying to pimp out other older Azerbaijani women. Like uh, Gerfruta, we need you to make pizza sandwiches <laughs> on YouTube. And she's like, please give me my grandchildren back. <laughs> so I came home. I ate my frogs, saw my boy. I love saltwater fishing. I went down to Atlantic City, and I was getting ready to go sheephead fishing. Me and Timmy were trying to find sheephead, and the way to catch them, you have to use fiddler crabs and sand fleas so after i'm gone i got back to home early friday and i hung out with my family had some dinner and everything and then uh saturday i got on the road at like midnight with timmy went down there it's the only way to get fiddler crabs is pick them i don't think anybody really sells them in stores up here so me and timmy were like little kids dude we went down to the beach we grabbed some paint pails and like you know like you know where the fiddler crabs hide they hang out in like the grass at the edge of like salt water and shit you know what i mean yeah so at night they're like very slow and not paying attention and if you spot them with flashlights they don't move so me and timmy were walking around picking crabs and we probably filled up like you know a good hundred fiddler crabs in a bucket then we took a rake went to the ocean side walked around in the water for a while scooping sand fleas or mole crabs whatever you want to call them um live in the surf at the edge of the tidal line when it comes to the surf line so where we were picking the crabs was on like the bay side and the surf side was where we were scooping for sand fleas caught a bunch of bait and then sun up came and we went fishing uh on kayaks in brigantine it was really a tough morning we weren't catching anything so then we're getting ready to leave and go fish on land and timmy's like I've been waiting on him for like 10 minutes. I'm like, come on, Tim, let's go, let's go, let's go. He's like, ah, one more spot, one more spot, one more spot. So he's doing that. I'm like, all right, well, fuck that. I'm going to tie up the flounder line and go drift while you're doing that. So he starts wrapping up as I'm starting to drift. He's like, "Uh, I'm ready, man. I'm going to get out of here. I'm like, oh, great. You're ready now. I've been drifting for five minutes. So let me finish my drift and I'll come in with you too. And like halfway into my drift, I caught a keeper flounder. So how big? Uh, 17 and a half inches slot wasn't huge, big enough size to keep. Um, but now the way of fishing science works. Now we can't leave until we literally have to, you know what I mean? Like once you have one bit of success, you're like, well, now we literally can't leave. So little fact about the day. I was on a kayak that was too small for myself. I'm fat. Let's just, let's get that out of the way. Timmy was like, oh yeah, dude, my kayak will be fine for you. No big deal. We get there and the kayak is not fine for me. I can barely sit into it and it's sitting too far down in the water. So he has to switch with his kayak, my kayak. And again, you know, it's better, but not that much better. And the only way I could sit comfortably in this kayak was to take the seat out and sit on the bottom of the kayak. So you can, you can imagine I was having a rough day, but we got a keeper flounder. I caught a bunch of shorts. Timmy almost had a keeper flounder too. 
probably the scariest part of the day was like, you know, boats are around you. The boat was a little tippy. I'm comfortable in the water. I'm not too scared. So like we're sitting pretty low in the water, Raymond. Like it's not as buoyant as I'd like, and I'm not cutting through the water like I should. You're plowing. <laughs> yeah, I'm plowing the field. You know what I mean? These big boats keep going by. I get a little tippy, but I'm good. I almost shit myself because there's about a five or six foot stingray came to the top of the water about 30 yards behind me. And I was talking about this with Timmy. I'm like, dude, at first I thought Are it was they? shark fins, five feet wide. Jesus Christ. I mean, they're in they're in that shit. They're all around the place. Stingrays, skates, and all that. They're all over the place. I'm drifting in this very tippy kayak, and like 30, 40 yards behind me on my drift, like where I'm going to go over, a fucking stingray, like, reaches the top of the water. What the fuck's he doing? Uh, he's probably going to the grocery store and getting socks. What do you think, Raymond? I have fucking no idea. <laughs> <laughs> they come up to the top of the water sometimes. They sun for a second. They catch bait fish and they go back down. I'm sorry I yelled at you. I did know the answer to that. <laughs> so thank God we weren't using live bait because we were just using gulp. Because if we were using live bait, the stingray 100% would have gone for my line. But he was gone by the time I got to that spot. But my biggest fear was I was going to get sharked or stingrayed and flipped or drug the fuck away in this shitty. I would have had to cut my line immediately. <laughs> It just sucks you underwater. <laughs> not even a chance of me taking a shark ride. Dude, what if you... Why not? How close are you to going under? Inches? Uh, <laughs> not inches, but when I was paddling and going forward, let's just put it like this, the water <laughs> was not below the point of the kayak. It would go over the point of the kayak. <laughs> That's terrifying. Oh, man. Listen, this kayak was made so that water could go over it and, like, it wasn't going in. But, like... I was definitely pushing the boundaries. And, I, dude, I did that from 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning until, like, 11 o'clock, five hours, maybe four or five hours. Yeah. It's fun. There's a piece to it. I had, like, I had my speaker sitting on the front of it, and I'm just jamming, fucking listening to South. Hold on. Do you know the song South Memphis Rugrats? I don't know. Put that joint on right now. It's a rap song. It's rappy as hell. It's uh, it's in all of the. I mean, uh, I mean, Alec actually used it in a video. I think it's what we start listening to it. It's the fucking the video on uh, Instagram right now where people do like bike tricks and it'll be the sound of Mrs. Puff like, it'll be like SpongeBob being like floor it. And she's like don't floor it. <laughs> and it's this song. It's Young Dolph Snoop bands. Going in 60 seconds, never let a bitch stretch me out the silly. Yeah, I was riding around like, <laughs> yes. This was one of the songs I was listening to. <laughs> On repeat. It's a bop, right? Probably within 10 minutes, I put on for a day and served by Jackson Browns. <laughs> Even the fire burns in the sky. <laughs> like, immediately, immediately, it goes from like, I'm almost the hood, I'm almost out, Memphis Rugrat. And like 10 minutes later, it's like, I don't know what happens when people die. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm confusing, bro. And then like, let's say five minutes later, John Party or Purdy, whatever his last name is. And I'm just like, I'm got a little aired off my face, but I'm bigger than you. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> 
caught a heap of flounder Saturday, came home. Um, Sunday was a baby shower that proceeded to rain all day. Dude, so it was a co-ed baby shower. And I think it was because, it was like this because the husband and wife, the wife is Peruvian and her whole family is Spanish. So like their events, they don't like separate like men and women. They just do everything together. Kind of like what was like seemed to be going on. I don't even know how to explain <laughs> snacks or it's an interesting spread. They're dwindling. Like, they had a couple of different it's they had like a very pru- yeah, they're dwindling. Things have gone missing immediately. So uh, dude, they had Peruvian potato cakes. It was like co- miniature cold mashed potato balls with like a little chili pepper on them. The fuck? <laughs> You should have just picked one up and been like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's pretty much how I felt. I'm like, why is there no fucking cream cheese here? <laughs> they stuff them, right? I've had this before. Dude, I really don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, mashed potatoes that, that are shaped around a, a ground beef. I think someone made them for the party. Were they fried? No. What the no, fuck? No, no, not at all. This. Yeah, somebody was cheating. So one of the next things that was there that was Peruvian made, there was beef empanadas, which were good, but they were ice cold. And then the last thing, it was, I don't know what it was, because it didn't taste like meat. It tasted like olives and peppers chopped together on white bread, cut into little squares. And it was like little, like, sandwiches. And it was just not that good. (laughs) I ate three of them, but they just were not that good. So were they little squares? Mm -hmm. Was it olive and raisins? That could have been what it was. It's, it's a Peruvian delicacy. Yeah, it, def, it uh, definitely fucking sucked. Olives, queso fresco, arugula, and hot peppers. I mean, it, maybe people like these, but they were not that good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how else to put it. I think the guy who was whipping up the food was not doing well that day. <laughs> Fucked my shit up. So you didn't fuck with it? They really didn't have good food at this place? That's crazy. Wu-Tang Gang was not anything to fuck with there. Um, the clan? <laughs> The Wu Tang Gang clan. Sorry, the clan. You're right. <laughs> You're telling me they were there at this function? I wish. <laughs> Since when do Peruvians or any Latins make food that's not good? What are you talking about? I, I don't know if this, this the person that made this was half white or they had no soul, but it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> yeah, if they were white, they had no soul. Same thing. <laughs> The olive sandwiches were cut sloppily like a fucking donkey. And You're dude, worried I, about I the cutting excuse. of them when they didn't, <clears throat> they didn't taste good, though. On plating appearance and flavor, you know, they failed all the categories in my book. It was fucking raw. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the, I can't excuse a cold empanada. I have to be honest with you. I get it. Like it was hot and then it cooled down, or this shit came out of the fridge? It came out of the fridge. <laughs> no way. Yeah, Raymond, 100%. They made these things fried. You just looked up from the table and been like, what the fuck is going on over here? I was so close. <laughs> like, who the fuck is cooking this motherfucker, dude? <laughs> I just yell at somebody's grandmother, get fucking better, Abuelita, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Well, that's good. 
That sounds nice. It sounds real family oriented. <laughs> yeah, dude. I uh inexcusable. Inexcusable. <laughs> That's fun. So that was Sunday. Came home. We have a ritual in my house. It's called Burger Sunday. We have burgers every Sunday. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what we do every Sunday. We have a burger. Awesome. Burger Sunday. What the hell did we have this week? Cheesy broccoli. <laughs> some mac and cheese and some burger. Make all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah at one point You're I finished making the meal and I go <laughs> at one point Raymond I made the meal and I go I put cheese on everything we're eating tonight <laughs> I was like you guys realize we're eating cheeseburgers with cheesy broccoli and mac and <laughs> no one batted a fucking eye <laughs> that's an addiction <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a salad a hot cheesy salad <laughs> so um burger sunday went well all right a cheese meal had a popsicle after that and then i start doing my laundry did you do a cheese prayer yeah i prayed to the, to the big cheese it in the sky <laughs> <laughs> talking about the big cheese man up there <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about the big craft single in the sky. <laughs> it was a fucking tubular week. <laughs> Were you waiting for me to say it? I saw you light up. I said crazy, and I'm like, I saw your face light up. I'm like, I should say it. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. I think we're going to call it here. Yeah, I think it's about all I've got for these cocksuckers this week hey listen i have some shows coming up oh yeah that's some positive experiences going on i think i'm gonna be up in massachusetts on saturday for a show um stopping and doing a little bit of time over at the nook that's a maybe right now not sure yet but if you're in the massachusetts area saturday uh the raymond help help <laughs> um the 22nd i'll probably probably be doing some time up at the nook um, with some friends that invited me to help. I'll probably show up on that Lunatics show in Baltimore again sometime soon. If he posted he's got a show going, I'm going to go there and headline it. Fuck it. <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't do that. Why not? It's creepy there. You might get stabbed in a place like that. That or I'm the next big thing that launches that place. Like... <laughs> Dude, that place sucks. The like Declan Baltimore. Brooks does his little Russian dick joke here. <laughs> don't miss it <laughs> yeah shout out to the crown whatever that fucking place was uh i have a show coming up in august august the 26th i will be opening the dads of comedy at the elbow room in hartford connecticut um the dads of summer comedy show yes celebration yes yes I will be having a, this is actually something I want to plug for right now. I don't have the full details yet, but I will be having a beef and beer style event up in Ben Salem uh, coming up in September. If you guys don't mind paying attention and staying alert on this one. Uh, my friend Ryan area that passed, we are having trouble getting him a headstone. And so it looks like we're going to be doing a benefit to try and help that. We don't have a goal for the numbers yet. 
we're looking to do a beef and beer fundraiser for him, and we're actually going to do a comedy show. Um, I have some comedians coming out and donating some time that are looking forward to help us, and it'd be really great if we can get some support. Um, any of my friends that listen to this and we're friends at Ryaner's area, or if you just want to come out and have a fun time up in Ben Salem, feel free to uh, reach out to me to get the information on that. We will be having a comedy show, Beef and Beer, in remembrance of Ryaner's area in September up in Ben Salem. So stay tuned for it's information on that. Um, Raymond, do you have anything? Maybe I'll do a guest spot. Yeah, Raymond comes up there. Hey, this is Raymundo Silver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing a guest spot. I'm just kidding. But maybe I'll I'll show face. Maybe you'll sh- you can show up and run audio and video. That could be ha- that could happen. That would be fun. But yeah, that's some stuff I got coming up here, guys. I might be in a couple sketches coming up. By the way, I got some cool invites to do some things recently. So stay tuned, man. Comedy journey is growing, so I appreciate you guys supporting, as well as supporting this. Me and Raymond couldn't do this without you. We needed a week last week just because thirty-four weeks straight of this shit is fucking exhausting. And Raymond works very hard to make sure that you guys get to hear this every week. And I don't really do much to make that you guys hear this every week so sometimes we gotta take a break and recollect so we appreciate you guys having patience and uh we definitely appreciate you guys listening to us every week i did some soul searching i got my life back together i was in shambles and stay tuned for the next 35 weeks of this shit we're probably not taking any breaks unless we get arrested canceled or if me and raymond have a deep falling out because we have a disagreement that doesn't make <laughs> any fucking sense to anybody else but hey Listen, hey guys, if you'd like to get a hold of us, we still have the phone number going. If you're trying to get Declan for a show near you, you can you can call it if you want. If you want Raymond just to come set up a, a speaker, play some smooth jazz while he sits there and works out in your living room, you know, <laughs> get that phone number up. We should start a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> we should start a Patreon. <laughs> but I have a new idea for Patreon. Sure, what do you got, kid? It's I take an insane amount of um, psilocybin mushrooms and then read an entire book in one day. Would you read the whole book as an audiobook front to back? Yes, like for out the loud. people? Out loud. You just, what book would you read? A short one, something easy. So, well, hit up that phone number if you need mushrooms. <laughs> so follow us on our socials, guys. You can find Declan on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. You can find me at Ray underscore Brooks, B-R-O-O-X on Instagram, and follow the show at 555 Let Me Call You Back. Also give us a call or leave a message on the phone number at 215-360-3451. And that is everything, Declan. Pay attention to the socials. You'll see some new shows coming out for the boys soon, and you'll see some new content coming out, so keep your eyes and ears open, people. Um, Stay classy, you cocksuckers. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate the support. Find us on Instagram at 555-LET-ME-CALL-YOU-BACK and on Facebook at the Let Me Call You Back podcast. You can find comedian Declan Brooks on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. See you next time.